0: This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a
1: diverse community. Hello, it's 28 minutes to eight. Welcome back to Generation Next on Joy 94.9. So tonight you're, still, you're joined by Eleanor.
0: And Maddie, we um, haven't left. No one I'm else is snuck here. in in the
1: meantime. No, yeah, there has been, there's been no um intense action sequences that you've missed. It's okay. We're no still one's here. knocking
0: at the window, which is good because yep. we're on the ninth floor.
1: Yeah, that would be a bit worrying. Um, hey
0: Spider Man, that you? It's
1: Deadpool. I hope <laughs> I hope it's Deadpool. Uh If Deadpool <laughs> comes in we'll put them we'll put him on mic. I, that's our promise to you as as, <laughs> as show host tonight. So um, we're here to talk. We're going to talk a bit, a little bit about uh, queer media and queer people in media.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because one thing I've been thinking about is, especially in like children's media, we've Mm. talked a lot about how oh my god, there was a gay couple in Good Luck Charlie and Frozen. Oaken totally had a family, but my thought, what I was thinking back on is in two thousand and four, how there was a on Play School. You know, when you go through the one of the windows and there's a little thing about a kid's life and little girl was going to the amusement park with her mums mm. oh. and the general public exploded.
1: Really? I don't remember this. Like, I was a little bit young at the time, I think.
0: I was 14 and mm. I actually like I did some Googling on this the other day. Mm. Um, people were saying, well, if the ABC doesn't show, you know, alcoholism and drug use in... in Showing diversity. Why would they show same-sex parents? And no, because that's totally the same thing. Obviously, yeah.
1: Can't you, don't you know at the same-sex parents are, t- are terrible people? Of course, we all know this. Oh
0: yeah, clearly. Clearly, the ABC is pushing an agenda, which is that young people, you know, people in same-sex families deserve to be treated, respected, and to be able to see themselves in the media.
1: Wow, that's yeah.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that,
1: but, that's a, that's some extreme claims you're making there, Maddie. You might need know. to sell down a bit. Um it's only 2014 god god no the other thing the other that that's an interesting point that you made but the the other thing that strikes me is you know media produced by the queer community um there's some really if if you if you browse uh you know news sources such as star observer and same same you'll see that there's there tend to be a lot of trends um if you look carefully there's a lot of there's a lot of focus on um cis gay men and there's a lot of focus on, you know, the culture around that and a lot of focus on sex, which is interesting because it's it's kind of a different tone to other media.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Like if you go to a lot of JB Hi-Fis have a very small queer section mm. and it's they're mostly DVDs with shirtless dudes in the front cover.
1: Yeah. And I mean, it, it, it's a complicated issue because to an extent I can see why that's appropriate, you know, being that the community is is bonded by uh, a common sexuality but at the same time you know that there, there's a lot more to being queer than just you know sex yeah definitely and um and i feel like yeah and i feel like i f- and i feel like sometimes the media doesn't do it or at least our community's media doesn't do a very good job of portraying that
0: yeah absolutely i think one of the most important things for me in queer media I remember I was 15 years old cuz it was when I was as near 10 I was working at McDonald's. I was working at the McDonald's in the shopping in a food court at a shopping mm-hmm. center. And right at the other end of the shopping center there was a specialist DVD shop. And I actually went in there and I had I worked I psyched myself up, I'd been so nervous <laughs> about it, and I pre-ordered a lesbian-themed film. Mm-hmm. Like um it's a Swedish movie. The English title is Show Me Love. It is incredibly cute. And I couldn't find it online because one, it was 2005, two, or 2006, two, I was not very good at Googling at the time. And so I went and I ordered it in and then it arrived when I'd been at work and I remember like trudging down because it was a Friday, I'd been on my feet all day at school and then at work and trudging down to the other end of the shopping centre going, but I'm going to have a movie in my hands soon. (laughs) And I I felt so brave because I'd ordered something with two girls on the cover (laughs) and I hadn't been judged by the people in the shop and got home and watched it like over and over again when my parents weren't in the room. Oh, that's It's like That was a huge step for me. Yeah.
1: Uh, that, I mean, it's it's really important. If, if you don't if you don't realize, like just how important it is to have that representation, just like it's it's if, if if you don't feel alone, that's such a huge weight off your shoulders. I mean, that's something that Marco mentioned in her article on um, Star Observer a, few, uh, a week about a week ago, which was awesome. Yeah, of course. I'm still love you, Marco. Love you, Marco. We've already plugged that article, but the point I'm making here is. Um, if you if you feel alone, if you feel isolated and if mainstream media is making you feel othered and like, you know, uh, almost like a freak, that's going to rub off really that's going to cause some really bad damage and that's why representation, good rep- good accurate res- representation is really important, especially yeah. to youth.
0: Which is one reason that there's been it has been a lot of progress lately. I love the fact that orange is the new black is very much in the public eye.
1: Oh yeah, that's it's, it, it, it gives me so much hope.
0: Honestly, Laverne Cox is probably Jesus. Probably. And so the fact that she is being given a platform to talk mm. about her life and what's yeah. important. And the T word.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Oh, this is, if, you, if you don't know about the T word, essentially Laverne Cox is helping produce a documentary about that follows the lives of trans teenagers. And I haven't seen anything, but from what I've heard, it's looking really promising. It's, it got aired in America recently. I haven't had the chance to take a look.
0: Essentially, we love Laverne Cox more than, you know literally anyone <laughs>
1: absolutely but the, the thing is like orange is new black you know half my school friends love it both my parents love it it's just it's, it's amazing to see that show with you know really solid queer representation is gaining so much traction it's really great to see and, honestly, and that's what we need more of
0: honestly i'm i love the fact that queer media is now something that people can access mm. through the mainstream rather than having to you know special order a dvd exactly. through a shop or anything like that um one of my favorite when I was at uni, I studied a subject called gender and sexuality in children's literature, which clearly was the best thing ever. <laughs> I found it and was like, that's my elective. That's I don't my care. Elective. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, and one of the books that we studied was called Tumble Turn by Doug McLeod, who's a fairly well-known Australian children's author. It was a middle years book. So written for about like ages nine through 12, second half of primary school. And it was about uh, like a boy named Dom who had, who was dealing with crushes on both like his female teacher, mm-hmm. female neighbor and his male best friend. Oh, that's so cute. And it was, you know, a book by a fairly prominent author mm. that could be found in Kmart mm. and things like that. That's,
1: um, I mean, that's something that I've always, that's something that's always um, lacking, I think, in queer media is bisexual representation. There's just never enough of it. There's, um, in whether it's media produced, you know, in the queer community or media produced about queer people by, you know, um, cisgender heterosexual people. The, the topic of bisexuality is really glossed over, and a lot of people, I think, still don't believe that it exists because of that. Yeah. And, and, and the fact is, you know, sexuality is just, it's not that simple yep. for a lot of people.
0: Like, there's not all that much queer media out there, and a lot of what mm. there is is dominated by white, cis, gay men who are um, honestly quite generic. Or, you know,
1: if they go beyond that, which is, you know, they they fairly often do. but They try. They try. But, you know, the the, the trouble there is that there just, just still isn't that wide range of diversity because the queer experience is such a diverse one. There are so many different people from so many different backgrounds. And that's something that I think really we could do a better job of capturing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Because people seem to think that being, having one thing that's a minority is enough. But, mm. hell, look at the two people in this room. You're trans You're trans and queer. I'm queer and disabled. Yeah.
1: that. that I mean, and we're just two normal people, you know. It's not... We haven't gone to, to the ends of the earth to find, you know, specific...
0: Like the rest of the team, people. we have people who aren't white. We have, you know, we've got a few different demographics yeah. in here.
1: And also people from different... All different, you know, fa- from family backgrounds and emotional backgrounds, you know, from, yeah, like, from their lives. There's, I'm a
0: straight-up nuclear family, mm. but... I'm. I think I'm in a minority.
1: There's. There's. Yeah. There's such a wide range, and um, I think that's true for all kinds of groups of queer people. And you definitely don't need to look really hard to find them. So why is there not more representation of that? Yeah,
0: like a Mm. brief plug here. One thing I really love about Joy is that this is a place where so many different, yeah like it's a melting pot. I found Joy when I was 17, I was in year 12, and I found the show, it was called Girl to Girl, I believe, and it was just two young lesbian women talking about their lives Mm -hmm. and it was, I listened religiously. I liked them on, you know, I followed them on Facebook, I followed their blog and I texted in and I was thrilled when they replied to me and it's like, That meant so much to me because these were people
1: like me. Exactly, people that you can relate to, and that's what's important.
0: It's like that uh, Twitter hashtag, "The Girls Like Us," Mm. like representation of who you are, and that's what's what's the most important. Just so important to see that you can be you. Yeah, Um, we're going to be back with Gay School right after this. Remember, oh, we get a text.
1: Um, sexuality is f- good show guys sexuality is fluid and complex exactly and that's what that's what needs to be captured a, a lot more in queer media I think absolutely even this, e- and with same with gender for a lot of people definitely it's too, we're oversimplifying a lot of the time
0: so if anyone does want to get in touch with us um, and join that last person um, in our hearts <laughs> it's 0427 joy949 on air at joy.org.au or hashtag Generation Next.
1: Or at Joy, Gen, Gen, joy nine for 949 We'll be back after this.
0: Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.